0: Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray, I'm Kim
1: I refuse to do this podcast, I refuse (laughs) You all are going to sit there and you're going to download my art And you're going to listen to it in your living rooms and you don't understand me, okay?
0: (laughs) I'm not like selling
1: underwear here, I'm not doing it (laughs) You can't understand. The only person on Earth that understands me is Debbie. It's
0: Debbie. Okay. is yeah. <laughs> a treasure. His performance during this tell-all is hysterical. Oh, God. I have a better one for you, though, Kyle. Could you be just, like, a little bit less of a dictator? Just a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a little tiny bit.
0: Could you, like, maybe, like, address your own anger?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe be less of a fascist asshole, you know? Just a little bit.
0: Just a little. Yeah. I like I liked this. I I hashtag Kim's always right sometimes. Hardly ever, really, let's be honest. Yeah. And uh I called it half episode, half tell all. Couldn't be happier. I would like to take a moment, or maybe a few moments, to celebrate. Gabe and Isabel, do you remember Toe Season 4, Episode 1, when we were like, oh, no, oh, no, this is not going to go well? And here we have them. It turned out great. It was heartwarming. I cried when all the parents were all happy and loving and the children were pumped. And yeah, it was boring, but it was really happy and boring is a good outcome for Gabe and Isabel.
1: Did we did we speculate that they were going to be a train wreck? I'm not sure we no.
0: did. No. No, we speculated hate. We speculated like, oh, her parents aren't going to accept this. Oh, sure, sure. Religiousness. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to be good, you know? I mean.
1: Everyone this in this is... story except Monica has been great.
0: <laughs> I know. Ironically, Monica. Monica
1: fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> she
0: sucks. Monica is going to regret this the rest of her life. I just. This is one of the only weddings I've ever seen on this show that I would have actually wanted to go to. It looked fun. It looked yeah really well put together. There's I there's been I some was weddings
1: shocked. that there's been some weddings that are well that have been well put together, but you wouldn't necessarily want to be there.
0: No, um, no,
1: because of just the the clientele, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I. I do know. I I just, it looked, it looked great. And I really hope these two make it. They appear to, they appear to be the Kenny and Armando of the season, but uh, only time will tell Kyle. We, we could be disappointed, but right now I'm happy for them.
1: And, you know, Nicole and Mahmoud at this point are still married, but it's just hilarious that this was the only couple that even sniffed a wedding this season. Even came fucking close to it.
0: Yeah. there. I mean, this was... Which, look, for TV value and entertainment value, do I prefer a happy ending or do I prefer a total train wreck at the end? It depends. The latter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but for Gabe and Isabel, because I actually like them, and, and they did kind of... They were like troll editing Gabe, like laying on the bed... Oh, Making a thousand it like...
1: percent! Of of course, within ten seconds of this episode starting, he's like, "Well, that's her problem. I'm just gonna have a good day."
0: <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think he like literally went in, collapsed face down on the bed, had a little bit of a cry for a minute or two, and then got right back up. And they made it look like 100%. he was. Down there, right? I was so mad last week. I was like, an hour and a half crying on the bed. Nope. This He's just sobbing just for editing.
1: hours and hours. And, no, no, maybe 20 <laughs> seconds.
0: <laughs> I, I do have like a high level question for you, though, Kyle. Like, how long would the Rishi situation have actually gone on without Patriot matchmaker Randy? Like, <laughs> after watching this episode, I was like, you know what? maybe Randy's intervention wasn't the worst idea because it seems like even the astrologer now admits this was never going to work. His August 2nd date was maybe even made up. And I don't think Rishi would have ever told his family.
1: Look, the astrologer said, <laughs> the, astrologer <laughs> the astrologer said astrologer. that he fucking <laughs> it wasn't going to work all along because I know. astrology is fake. And he was literally just trying to make himself look better and reestablish trust or something. Um, but so astrologer aside, Kim, it, <laughs> it's, it, I mean, I don't know. it be, look, I, I buy the idea that Rishi would have just kept delaying forever. The real question I think is how long would have Jen put up with it? And given the absolute fact that this would have never worked out. Astrology aside, (laughs) was it better to rip the bandaid off sooner rather than later? Yeah, probably.
0: I I just, I don't know. I was like, I feel if I would have said this last week, or if you would have said this last week, I would have been like, you're insane. But now that I, cause I see Rishi still trying to, Bring it forward, even though he knows it's hopeless. I, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Randy did her a favor, did everybody a favor. There's you, no long term consequences, right?
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess where. You fall on this question depends on if you believe that Rishi genuinely loves her and is just a little bit of a man child and a little bit of hope, a little hopeless, or you believe he's just straight up scamming her, or or this isn't this isn't real, or maybe he does love her, but he's just leading her on and on and on forever because he's a man child. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I mean, I tend to I tend to believe that he is. Hopeless, unrealistic, and selfish, but he definitely loves her.
0: I think he loves her too. I think they actually genuinely love each other. I think he really I think he really does love her. I think that Jen, though, and and then maybe this is something that comes with age. Jen is just like, I'm not wasting any more time. And like, this is never going to resolve itself, so we've got to cut it off. He seemed to agree in the episode and then just won't stop calling her. I don't... Jeez. He's going to end up like submit if he doesn't watch it, so... uh
1: But submit got his oldie.
0: I know, but he was also disowned by his family, so not a great outcome. Anyway, um... I, there's there's a lot of other stuff I I have concerns with on the episode that we saw. Like Mahmoud doesn't seem that angry when he finds out Nicole went through his phone, which I find very suspicious. And I, Nicole like,
1: doesn't seem that angry that he's hitting on Chinese TV scammers. <laughs> 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 That's the funniest. Like of all the people to hit on, I cracked up that she was like, yeah. It seemed like she was trying to. What was this on Facebook Marketplace or something? (laughs) This makes no fucking sense. Like Mahmoud is literally talking to like a Nigerian prince scammer and trying to hit on her, according to Nicole. What the fuck is going on? He barely he doesn't really defend himself. It's so bizarre.
0: It it almost felt
1: it felt like shoehorned in and weird and fake fake to me. Like tinfoil hat. It just the reactions were so strange on both sides.
0: It was like almost a reenactment, I think, because she even mentioned there was a couple she either said a couple or a few women that he was chatting with, but they only talked about the Chinese woman he was going to buy TVs from nobody. And I'm like, what about the other one? Is the other one just okay? And then she's like, look, we could just we could have a civil conversation with each other. Look at us. I'm like, what? What? Oh, my God.
1: episode let's jump in you want to get the wedding out of the way in two seconds
0: <laughs> yeah i mean fuck it, monica
1: a it's <laughs> yeah. wrong with y'all
0: i really want to know like i hope they address it in the that's the oh, that's one of the things i want to address in the tell-all is like hey, are they gonna
1: bring her on yeah
0: they better they didn't tease it though but they like, didn't tease is it, not- it. How is she going to explain herself? Like, Isabel said at the best. Isabel's like, where's Monica? Which she didn't even notice until they sit down for dinner because at your wedding, it's such a whirlwind. and There's so many people there. Sometimes you just don't notice when people you hate aren't there. But um, and, that's a, and
1: that's a credit to Gabe for not bringing it up immediately, too.
0: Oh, totally. He said, he's like, I'm not going to upset her. I'm just not going to bring it up, which was a good move. But, yeah, he's like, she didn't come. She's mad. Isabel's like, she's mad? and i
1: about what yeah still unclear isabel is just confused because nothing fucking happened i Anch, i just wonder geez. if there was yeah. something that gabe said off camera that was so mm-hmm. horrific that maybe we would understand in in some regard why she wasn't there, but she looks awful. They didn't tease that she was going to be on any of the tell-all. I wonder if she still just has her heels dug in, or maybe she's smart enough to realize that she looks absolutely awful and going on the tell-all just wouldn't help.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, she will regret this for the rest of her life. You can never take that back. You no. didn't go to your brother's wedding like your relationship with your brother is just ir- irreparable. I-, I don't know. That's awful. And, and especially mom- because
1: it's especially because now you're out of sight, out of mind. You don't even have like you, you actually have so little incentive to reconcile because you yeah. don't live in the same country.
0: The mom's reaction, which we didn't we didn't hear from the mom. We didn't get an ITM from the mom. We didn't get anything from her, but I would have liked to hear, like, what the hell does she think about this?
1: Yeah. I wonder if they'll have her on to try to explain Monica's weirdness because they're still around each other all the time.
0: Yeah. But I, I don't know. I thought Isabel was like spot on. She was like, Well, I'm not gonna let Monica ruin my night, but like, really she's the one that's mad. I'm the one that left the night before my wedding at midnight to go meet you at a bar and you left before I got there. Totally. (laughs) I would have been so mad. Uh, But I mean, overall, like the wedding looked nice. It was a super rainy day though. Um, There's at one point they were like zooming in on the rain outside of Gabe's, wherever he was getting ready. And they're like zooming in on this motor, like this little moto. It's like, why are they zooming in on the moto? Is he, is he supposed? Is that the only transportation he has to get to the wedding venue? <laughs> like, he's gonna be really wet. <laughs> then the other, <laughs> the other funny thing is that when they walk down the aisle, the like bride song is played by the saxophone.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel starts walking down the aisle, and it's like. <laughs> I it's mean, like, it was nice, saxophone. but it saxophone just was kind of, was of out of nowhere. Me. Right. <laughs> it, it it wasn't that it was bad. It was just kind of out of nowhere and it was unaccompanied and it just sounded odd on, on camera to me.
0: It was so funny to me for some reason. And I don't know. I found this really endearing, like listening to vows and watching wedding ceremonies It's also always so boring, but Isabel said something really sweet that when she saw Gabe, She just felt a sense of calmness and stability, and I thought that was really sweet and probably too good for the show, and uh, I have a lot of hope for them. (laughs) So, I don't know. I'm rooting for these two. If she sees
1: Gabe and feels less anxious, she's a better person than I am. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Cape still seems like a little bit of a shit show, but
1: yeah, he's a little high strung.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's dig into this Jen and Rishi situation. Um <laughs> this is I I, lo- I I love it when they show us like everyday life in the country because it so rarely happens. Like looks Rishi at the hot. temple. Yeah. Rishi at the temple. Uh I thought you said Rishi looks fucking hot. Uh, it, it looks like hot and humid is what. Yes. Uh, this is the day after they've broken up and, you know, Natesh, his astrologer friend, comes and meets him there and they talk through it. Nitesh Doesn't ask just, about Bindia.
1: N- uh, again, we need to stop with Bindia. This poor girl.
0: No, poor girl. <laughs>
1: um, but it, Nitesh basically tells Reese, your shit's too complicated, bro. And yeah. uh, this ain't working. I never said this to you, but in reality, it would never have worked. Okay. Thanks for
0: telling me now, Natesh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Natesh didn't want to tell him before because he's a friend. But, you know. You know,
1: I am a perfectly accurate astrologer. I just lied to your face. So, it's all good, right?
0: (laughs) I'm just, I'm not really sure. Rishi's conclusion, is hysterical. I believe in love more than astrology. What? What? Why did you ask him about the the date in the first place? The auspicious date of August 2nd?
1: Well, he told him, I mean, look, the astrologer, it seems like made, I guess, the correct decision in lying to him because Rishi clearly just hears what he wants to hear. Yeah, and uh, if he, if the astrologer would have told him, then this shit wouldn't work. It's never gonna work. I mean, maybe he would have told, he would have tried to tell the family right away, but more likely, he just would have delayed forever.
0: Yeah, I oh man, this was it was hard to watch when Rishi said, "I'm gonna fight for Jen." It's like, no,
1: no, come on, stop it!
0: Don't. But she puts the kibosh. So then, one week later. Jen, again, traveling around Jaipur by herself, getting in a cab by herself, just getting around. No issues. Jenny can't even buy broccoli. Rishi has been out uh, or like Rishi's been reaching out to me like we're still together. She meets him at this cafe and she's like, Rishi, I'm leaving India. Peace out. Whoa. Like there's no. What
1: are the reasons there to stay there?
0: I don't know. I thought she wanted to live in Mumbai or something.
1: No, she wanted to. She wanted to not have sex with Rishi.
0: (laughs) It is so sad to me that for three years, these people have been like sending. Like Snapchats to each other, crying over their love during COVID and they didn't even fuck one time.
1: Very sad. I mean, Chris got more action than Jen.
0: This this is perhaps the saddest piece of information about their whole relationship. She moved all the way over to India, wanted to bang him really bad, but said, "No, no, no, I'm going to wait until we're married." Once you find out you're not getting married, what do you got to lose? Just give it a go. Kyle shaking his head. Shaking we're fans. his head. We're-
1: we're fans of insertion on ninety day Fiancé cray cray. <laughs> as long as you're not obulating on a cruise.
0: Oh my god! We're post cruise her When did Randy and my relief?
1: They're just gone. Where's the fucking postscript with them? Ah, they're like patriot Jen-
0: matchmaking complete. Mic drop on the bus out because apparently you go to Jaipur by bus. <laughs>
1: America (laughs) (sighs) well at least they're gonna be on the tell-all I'm very excited about that like it it makes me so happy that Randy is gonna be on the tell-all and it appears that she's just going to give everyone a piece of her mind not just Jen and Rishi she's gonna do like a fucking she's gonna hold court and just take Sean Robinson's job it's gonna be great
0: I love it. Look, I'm here for it. I think she's hilarious and she causes a lot of drama, which is what you want in a tell-all. So, yes, let's do it. Um, Jen says pretty definitively to Rishi, this is the last time we're going to see each other and I think it's the best. And she asks him and Rishi doesn't really contest. Yeah. He's like, yep, I'll do what you want. We have beautiful memories and it makes it seem like he's accepting of the situation. I I don't know. I don't know if Rishi ever really thought that they were really going to get married. I think he thought he was going to keep her in like her bang made apartment across town. And he was going to come up with excuses for several years. And then eventually, I don't know. She would just leave. I, I, like, what do you think?
1: I mean, that's what submit tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it really is i think the I only know. reason the only uh, clearly the only reason that they actually got married is because jenny pushed him on it particularly after she found out that he was already fucking <laughs> married <laughs> and that he he had his arranged marriage and then she's like well you married her now it's time to marry me and you know, make make me a decent woman, or I'm going to get the fuck out of here. With Jen, she did seem pretty passive. I mean, look, she had to fly fucking Patriot Matchmaker out to take care of her business for her, and I just don't know. I mean, I actually, even after all this, I still kind of like Rishi, but I do I like think him
0: too. Why? I kind of like I both do th- of them.
1: I do think like he's really selfish and he just would have he would have drugged this out as long as he could have.
0: Instagram showings aside, because Jen's been putting out some <laughs> not like tur turn off the Instagram girl and the TikTok. Yeah, but she just, she's just what- doing
1: all these lives and they're not it's not a good look. Any of them? It's
0: not good. No, but just from what we've seen on the season, it's like, yeah, these are just two people that it's just not going to work out. Right. I agree. I think Rishi's really cute too, actually.
1: He was saying uh. some stuff that was like pretty heartbreaking at the end. He H- said yeah, you I have a beautiful. Crying. He's you have a beautiful heart, that's why I fell in love with you, and if it weren't for circumstances, we would be together forever. I mean, he's kind of like making them out to be Romeo and Juliet over here, you know. It sucks.
0: It does suck. Poor Rishi. Yeah. I like him. Do <laughs> you think we'll see Nitesh, the astrologer, on the tell all to support Rishi?
1: Fuck, no. Come on.
0: I like him. He's so cute with his little glasses. <laughs> I love it. I, He's I'm just astro- little pro glasses, Nitesh.
1: making shit up about the sky.
0: <laughs> he holds a very important role in Indian society. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where do you think, like, what do you think we see in the tell-all from these two? You
1: know, Jerry Springer held a pretty important role in our society, too.
0: (laughs) Oh. Okay. Too soon. (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you you, you Um, think we see from Rishi and Jen?
1: Based on the preview for the next episode, it seems like... I don't know. This is going to be tough because I do think that Rishi is selfish, led her on, strung her along. And I, I mean, I think a lot of it stems from just kind of simple cowardice. Yeah, but the way that people appear to be coming from him does seem to indicate a little bit of cultural ignorance too. Mm-hmm. Like when Debbie basically accuses him of not being a mild And you got to man up and you got to tell your mama what you're thinking. And, you know, just like that kind of a thing. I mean, maybe, you know, there's there's some truth to that. I'm not going to say there's not because he's just so wishy washy. But on the other hand, it's not the same thing as an American lady or everyone. It's just not. It's It's a different level to go against your parents in India. It's uh, it's just not what you do, and so it seems like they're all gonna gang up on Rishi massively, which maybe he deserves, but I also don't think he does for like they're. Go- it seems like they're going after him for the wrong thing to me. But again, we only got a couple seconds of it.
0: Yeah, I know. Like he, it it does show a lot of cultural ignorance for them to say he should have stood up to his mom and his uncle. Like it just. It's a very American point of view, uh, but I, we saw the same thing from Jenny and Submit. People are like, "Stand up to your family." It's it's not not.
1: I mean, with them not though, quite the
0: right context.
1: With them, like, I felt a little bit more comfortable saying that because, first of all, Submit is just way easier to shit on to me. <laughs> Fucking is. Michael Jones scamming, <laughs> banging in mom's attic, but <laughs> but also. Like his, like, so to me, Submit's mother was very clearly objectionable as a human being from the beginning. So That's true. I also did, wouldn't have cared if he went against her, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. She really hated Jenny. Whoa. Really, <laughs> really did. It's good stuff. Uh,
1: Might as well be 100.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spring has sprung, and I've always wanted to be that person in the neighborhood with nice looking flower beds. I don't exactly have a green thumb, but my loamy is helping me achieve my flower bed dreams. Now I turn my food waste into nutrient rich dirt that I can feed to my plants and my garden. Now I have a loamy. And it's changed the way that I think about my food waste. Lomi transforms my garbage into gold at the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps into dirt in under four hours. Now, I love composting. Plus, it's made my cooking at home even more fun. There's no food rotting in my garbage and smelling up my kitchen. And thanks to Lomi, I only have to take out the trash once a week. And it's a hassle-free, mess-free experience with no more disgusting leaking bags. I feel really good about using my Lomi because I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food that I send to the landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. All of my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the refrigerator that are like two weeks old, go back into my flower beds and my garden. That means that it's not going to landfills and producing methane gas. So I get to help the environment and also at the same time, I'm making my life easier. And the loamy is not very big. It's very silent. Um, It doesn't smell at all. And it sits on my countertop. It's about the size of a crock pot. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden and have the best flower beds in the neighborhood like me, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash cray, cray and use the promo code craycray cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's Fifty dollars off when you head to L O M I dot com slash Cray Cray, that's C-R-A-Y, C-R-A-Y, and use promo code Cray Cray at checkout. Thank you so much, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. So my husband and I recently downloaded an app called Paired, where we take these cute little quizzes, but we can't see each other's answers until we've answered the quizzes ourselves. So today the question was, what do you remember about the first time you met? and it was so funny to see how different our first impressions were and how we actually remember the experience we've been joking about it all week and it's really brought us closer together the app is called paired like paired like a pair of jeans and it's a relationship app for couples it's simple and often hilarious and you get a daily question to answer and you cannot see your partner's answer until you answer yourself yesterday my husband and i did childhood memories and i learned a lot of weird stories about his childhood Uh, And it was really fun and hilarious. Whether you're just a few dates in or have been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash CrayCray to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash CrayCray to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here.
1: Let's jump into arrivals, etc., at the tell all. Uh, oh, Gabe wow. hates Chris. <laughs> Gabe <laughs> hates Chris. Jen hates Osama. <laughs> and and you get I kind of got the sense during the beginning that they have actually made them watch the entire season beforehand. Otherwise, why would Jen be hating on Osama as much as she was?
0: That's they They' to have watched the whole thing i I hope so. they They recorded this somewhat recently, right? Three weeks ago, I want to say
1: they always record it not that far off and but it's it's always during the season airing. and yeah, if, so it has it has felt like in the past that they did not have all the information. It was very strange. But this time it feels like they all know what went down.
0: I hope so. I hope people know that Chris shoved Jamie. If there's right. a single person on this stage that defends Chris, I'm gonna lose my shit. Okay. So predictions. I think Rishi's already engaged to someone else because we see Jen losing her mind and saying, "Tell them, tell them."
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: And I, I think that Isabel isn't gonna say really anything the entire tell all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling that this. What they're teasing about Isabel kind of threatening to leave Gabe if he keeps talking to chicks is is a weird editing thing. I don't know, oh,
0: yeah. I have I, a hard time believing like that Gabe's friend that Isabel doesn't like comes back and just basically makes a statement that Gabe pulls a lot of girls. I was like, ok. Like, I'm sure Isabel I, I, pulls
1: a lot of men. Yeah, she's hanging out. Yeah,
0: they're two good-looking people. Like, yeah, they probably attract a lot of of people. I I don't know. Oh, here
1: at the epicenter of temper and (laughs) insanity, Miss (laughs) Miss Debbie is sometimes emotional.
0: Debbie's arrival is pretty incredible. She is wearing a magenta sequined gown, a short one. It's above the knee, and a like voluminous magenta feathered cape slash coat with feathers uh and a matching fan with peacock feathers. does she make this?
1: <laughs> I could see it I, I i don't I don't know, I don't know if she's into costuming.
0: We know she's into crafting. Remember all her jewelry? Yeah. She's also wearing like a giant necklace and like hat. I mean, she's got a lot going on, but what else does Debbie have to do all day? We know she's an artist and she likes to dress up. This showing of Debbie actually made me think, wow, maybe she just really wanted to be on TV.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it was a lot. It was a lot. But the my favorite part about the kind of, green room meetings was gay meeting nicole nicole was so excited to meet him and he's like i thought your hair was a wig that's the first thing he says to her <laughs> i thought your hair was a wig she's like yeah, i thought a lot your of people online say that
1: i thought your hair was a wig and your husband fucking sucks
0: yeah, that, that i don't like my <laughs> also it.
1: i i i, I I love so much that at first, Gabe hates Chris and thinks that she's faking her sickness, but he believes Osama. <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny. It's hysterical. And the best, the be- even better than that, is how quickly he drops his support for Osama when he sees all these other women in the room are about to <laughs> Dab him in the face for being like, I kind of like him. I believed him. I believe it. Everyone's just like you can see just fucking Danielle looking over at Gabe, side-eyeing, like, what the sir? What the (laughs) fuck are you talking about, bro?
0: I feel like production just told him to have one opinion that was going to cause drama and gay being gay was like, I'll do it for TV. But yeah, he backpedaled so fast. Also when he said, Oh, I don't believe anything Chris says. She's like, Oh, my, my neck, my back. I was like my pussy and my crack. Like what, what's next? <laughs> like the way that he said it was like <laughs> the first thing I thought of.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> great, great, great tune from, you know, what, Jamie 2002?
1: is, if Jamie hates me, it's her own fault. That yeah, that's the way it always works.
0: Oh, it's never God. my fault, ever, ever,
1: disgusting. ever.
0: Yeah. Um. What else? I
1: just make Tim and Veronica the hosts already. You know,
0: Tim and Veronica are popular in this franchise. They bring yeah. them into the Tellels. They're popular on Pillow Talk. Veronica's still on Single Life. It's a. Uh... Veronica looks great. Veronica does look great. Yeah. She looks great. I could never wear that color. I'm very jealous.
1: So we only got, I don't know, 40 minutes or so of actual tell all. Not a lot. I have to say, you know, I don't have, as usual, I'm not here to go after Sean Robinson. She is handicapped by the production and what she's Barbara. allowed to say, and what they yeah, and what they choose Barbara. to have her ask, but it was like she faded into the background so much this tell all yeah. i don't I only remember literally one thing that she said that was interesting, and it was about basically quite, it was it was kind of posing the question of is the is all this criticism of Mahmoud kind of a symptom of islamophobia, yeah. But beyond that, she might as well have not been there.
0: I really liked that comment, though. And she said, and it was weird that everybody was piling on top of Mahmoud and Nicole about the the, the wrong thing. They were saying, you know, and this was kind of Gabe, too, that was saying, oh, what if you have a daughter? Which I'm like, Gabe, first off, Gabe was going super can... hard. Yeah. <laughs> First off, was anybody has anybody confirmed that these two are even planning to have children or would like to have children? Let's not be a Vanessa Lachey and ask them. But <laughs> you know, they they he, he's like, what if you have a daughter? I'm like, so, what if he has any Mac-
1: kids, Mahmoud, when are you gonna raw <laughs> dog each other? Where are you gonna bareback,
0: Nicola? <laughs> I want a ba- I want some love is blind babies. I want some toe babies. Oh, oh so no, but Gabe was asking. There's something why would you... in me that you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Jesus
0: Christ. laughs> Gabe was saying you can't, like, force religion on your children. And I'm like, Gabe, I appreciate that, but this is what all families do, basically, around the world, except for very few. Like, if you're Christian, like, I had religion forced on me as a child. Uh, If you are born to a Jewish family, you may have religion forced on you. And I think that's what Sean Robinson's comment, I think, was very apt. And, like, are you all just upset because he's Muslim? Because any child bought into brought into any conservative religious household is going to have these rules.
1: Right. And
0: I, I, she's a hundred percent. Right. So
1: The, the whole, I'm not trying to give Gabe the benefit of the doubt, but I assume what he was saying had to do with the fact that if he's not quote, forcing Nicole to cover up in LA, And then they have a daughter, and then Mahmoud forces her to cover up, that it would be uniquely confusing for that child. But maybe that's giving him too much credit for where he was going with that question. But I think you're totally right. Like yeah literally it's not let's sit the three-year-old down and talk about if they want to follow the tenets of catholicism like come on that doesn't happen man and yeah. at best maybe you like let them make their own decision when they're like what 13 <laughs> right and but it's just it's one of those things and and of all the things to go after mock mood about i think that on the show, the brother and his uncle did a really good job of really stressing that the the tenets of our faith preclude force. The, the whole thing is not to force people. You want to yeah. teach them so that they are happy to do it. Now, Mahmoud did a very bad job of, of expressing that. He just was getting pissed off. And I guess in, in a way, like if you're gonna get pissed off about something, I get the way the way that they were all dogpiling him. I understand that would be irritating, but everyone just kept saying, force, you're going to force, you're going to force. And that's not the way that Islam is supposed to work. So are you calling him out for being a bad Muslim or are you attacking Islam? And that, and I think that, and, I, and so that's why I think that Sean Robinson's question was, was fair because, but the, the thing is like, Mahmoud is such a bad example Of Islam that like I don't think that he thinks in his head he's forcing but he really is saying like be this way I'm going to divorce you I mean he's literally said that before so is that forcing someone well it's not like he has Nicole at the end of a sword or something right but I I mean, I guess if to me, it feels like if you're saying do this thing based on my religious faith or I'll divorce you, that's pretty close to like the definition of forcing someone to do something. Right. I I guess my point is like Mahmoud is a shitty, shitty person, but it doesn't have to do with Islam to me.
0: Yeah, I just felt like Gabe kind of mixed up the points that he was trying to make. Like, he was trying to make the point that he was controlling of Nicole and that he control- he told her what to wear and behind closed doors. He felt that there was probably even more controlling behavior going on. But then they made it all about this, if you have a child, that child's going to have your religion forced on them. And Danielle follows up with, oh, well, will your child go to Quranic school? Like I don't know, did if you're Catholic, does your child go to CCD? Like yes, they do. Like what the fuck kind of question is that? And also, is Danielle, your is your you child and Johan gonna plant have a child? Yeah. Right, yeah. is
1: your child gonna plant banana trees by the river? I don't know.
0: Or are, or are they gonna go to you know the? I mean, Johan's a conservative Christian. Yeah, he he's yeah. So it just didn't make any sense, and they I, mixed up the two things.
1: I felt like they were coming up with these hypothetical scenarios because they didn't want to address the elephant in the room, which is like they didn't want to shame Nicole for going along with this shit. And so they just made up a scenario that they could kind of put that burden on. Right. They're they're really treating Nicole with kid gloves.
0: I don't understand why, though. She's an adult woman. She's almost 40 fucking years old. And she is, like, complicit. She is and, going along with
1: it. She is still married yeah. to this dude after everything we've seen. He's not forcing not her like to she, stay with him. Like, she she no. She left. She left Egypt of her own accord. He didn't chain her to the fucking bed.
0: Yeah, it's not like she's in a position of lower power or something. I mean, her family's clearly helping her. She has money somehow to leave when she wants. So... I don't know. I mean, it's not like she's trapped.
1: She can afford uh, to live in L.A. by herself. She's yeah. not completely stupid. She's capable yeah. some, in some ways, at least.
0: Mahmoud, tell us how excited you are to go to the U.S. I am so excited. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> that was way Everybody laughed so hard. They're like, you not sound excited. <laughs> but... No, that's kind of all we got from Nicole and Mahmoud. The rest was just Debbie and Osama and Julian with a oh, man. problematic showing. I,
1: he wasn't. I he actually wasn't as bad as I thought he would be.
0: No, but it was I'm... the boy. It was the boy. I know.
1: Don't do that, oh. man.
0: <laughs> but oh.
1: I love that Osama calls him a dog. <laughs>
0: that's great. Yeah i was Um, most concerned when he said i'm a cop i can sniff out someone's bullshit from a mile away my first thought was this is why you get a lawyer and you never talk to cops because they already think they know everything about you you do not fucking talk get a lawyer don't talk is it your
1: like is it his job to sniff out bullshit or is that the job of a jury
0: (laughs) you know you, yes, great question.
1: Uh, it makes great me, unco- question, I, I, I understand like that made me uncomfortable too. That it's made like, me uncomfortable I too, yeah. look, if you're a police officer in the United States, I'm sure you are getting lied to every fucking day, sure. every single day, but I get it's not, lied to
0: every day and I'm not even a police officer,
1: but you might be shocked to learn. It is not a lot. Li- it is not a crime to lie to a police officer. So <laughs> fucking arrest people who commit crimes and mm-hmm. if you can prove pro- like stop with this i could sniff out bullshit like you're a fucking hound dog hunting down brown people dude fuck off
0: uh he said some other great lines such as go get fixed at the dentist <laughs>
1: It's just petty.
0: That was was petty. (laughs) But overall, the guy,
1: the guy is defending his mom and he's super pissed off. And I think he has reason to be pissed off, not just because Osama's a scammer, but you can tell that Debbie, the, the door is a little bit ajar.
0: Oh Oh, yes.
1: And, And so of course you have to go hard. And I agree with just going after this dude and like, shitting on him mercilessly to get your mom to see reason and thankfully like nobody even Gabe is team Osama by the end of this and so maybe I don't know maybe it got through to her
0: well the cast the entire cast unanimously loves Julian he's coming out defending his mom they like it yeah I know Um, this one really got me though Kyle Sixty. 60 texts in two hours Psychopath Then I looked at our text history I was like oh man It's like more uh, than uh, that We're watching the show texting back and forth Like are we psychos I don't know I know it's he meant because Like she didn't respond But is Debbie not crazy For not blocking Osama If somebody's texting you that much And it's not wanted block them It's not that hard
1: Uninstall
0: snapchat Sorry,
1: absolutely cackled laughing at johan's dumb take on this
0: i loved it so much
1: Uh, and danielle had a great response that i appreciated johan says what what get him a green car let him work i mean the key deal yeah you know (laughs) danielle uh we're not a non-profit dude (laughs) what are you talking about just give out, just give out green cards to just everyone that you feel bad for. Great, that's that's I gonna, know that's gonna work. That'll be fun. It's, we'll have a functional society.
0: I mean, Johan's you know, like he needs help. He's a young man. He's enterprising. He's ambitious, and he just
1: he's so you know, ambitious.
0: He he's to, so ambitious. He's it. so ambitious. Because this is when Debbie says over four years she probably only sent Osama three to $4,000 in total, which she, she describes as chump change. And Johan's like, give him some more. Give him give some me more money. money. What's the big deal?
1: <laughs> Have you? Do you want to invest in a butcher shop?
0: <laughs> I, they better fucking ask him about the butcher shop. Kyle, if they don't ask him about the butcher shop, I'm going to be extremely upset.
1: Well, okay. okay him
0: <laughs> yes
1: what if she is using him to get to morocco
0: <laughs> this game's take is so bad this has got he's got to be trolling right
1: i he has to be she has to be
0: <laughs> it's so random and funny i can't even take this seriously i was like debbie can go and stay in morocco Probably for as long as she wants. I'm sure there's some law that if she just like buys a property of a certain value, she can live there for a long time. (laughs) She doesn't need Osama.
1: (laughs) Well, what Osama needs is closure. And so I'm going to call you a thousand times just so I can tell you that it's over. You can't break up with me. I break up with you. And I just want to tell you that it's over. Yeah.
0: I just want to make sure that Debbie knows that we aren't together anymore.
1: After she screamed at me and stomped off and muttered something about eating crow. I just want to make absolutely sure we're clear that we're not together. Even though I haven't seen her for eight months.
0: Oh, I, the Johan thing is even funnier Because Johan says that his situation Is similar to Osama's And I'm like did you hear that Danielle uh-huh. He considers you Debbie He basically just, just, just married you for a green card
1: Yeah just a green card Yup Well Mahmoud's, souls have no age you know
0: No um, they don't yeah. But Mahmoud's hot take is Debbie old <laughs> Thanks Mahmoud that's really helpful
1: Look The guy's confused And can you blame him You know,
0: no, (laughs) (laughs) Debbie, tell them about the night in Casablanca. Sean Robinson wants to know about the night in Casablanca. Well,
1: this was confusing because I always assumed at some point they banged that that wasn't like a question to me. And so Debbie kind of intimates that they never had sex. Because she says he tried to pull some Barry White moves on me. And she kind of says that she implies that she rebuffed his advances.
0: Well, Kyle, they had a wonderful evening with wine and cheese and fine food. Sounds great. He tried to get amorous.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: She's. Isabel is losing it at this point. She's laughing really hard, and I found that really funny. But, yeah, I'm blown away that they didn't... I mean, I guess if you... Debbie never once... Like, we saw Kimberly. Like, all she talked about was Usman's dick. but Debbie never once has even said, like, I want to kiss him. Oh, he's so attractive. I feel like she really just wanted... A friend.
1: (laughs) It's a soul. It's a soul connection, okay? Souls have no age.
0: Yeah. We never saw her, like, get creepy with him physically or anything like that. Which is, I guess, one reason why Debbie was likable this season. It wasn't a sex thing, right? She wasn't a sex tourist. (laughs) She's apparently the opposite.
1: I think she literally wanted a close friendship and to be read poetry.
0: She wanted, like, romantic actions like poetry and art and stuff, but not actually physical stuff yeah yeah Tim and Veronica call Osama the biggest scammer here, but I'm like, but he's he's a terrible scammer. He doesn't know how to scam Awful. good, yeah,
1: terrible. chris so Chris is, chris is probably a here? Chris is a better scammer, you could argue.
0: absolutely. or even like Johan. Johan right. admits he's in the same situation as as uh sorry as uh, Osama, but, but he, johan
1: Johan got a sweet apartment in an expat community. And, uh, you know, gets to, gets to fuck and yeah, he's, I mean, Debbie can't really provide anything, but, uh, he got a, he got a nice new apartment with lots of word art from, from big lots.
0: <laughs> I mean, Johan's still working on that green card though, Kyle. Yeah. He's not going to yeah. get it. Cause I, I hate to break it to him. The reason that she didn't want to bring him to the U S is cause she's, there's no way Danielle can sponsor his visa. No. So, yeah, that's a, mm, that's a fail, but you know, Osama, he can't just sell his paintings to tourists. Oh, this is the cars. best.
1: This is the best part of the whole episode by he far. He can't okay. get a
0: job. can't Julian, get a job. He's a poet.
1: Yeah. Julian comes out. He says his stuff about sniffing bullshit. Fine. Whatever. Get your shit fixed. Get a job. Stop preying on elderly Osama. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I am a poet. I won't get a job. I'll die for my dream. You know what? Respect, Osama. Fine. But then, I mean, it's that was just funny to hear him say that. But then later, it gets better because again, Julian yells at him. Get a get a job. Put your big boy pants on, and then. He, attack, he goes after Gabe, basically saying that Gabe's business, providing a need in the marketplace that nobody else is filling, is kind of like bullshit and soulless. And I am selling something valuable. People need to understand my art. Not someone who would buy a painting and put it in their living room. <laughs> If you buy a painting and you put it in the place that you are most likely to look at it the most throughout the day, you are a piece of shit who doesn't. <laughs> un- My art belongs in the Met and nowhere else. I'm never working. Fuck off and die. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I. You are not an artist, Kim. Stop looking at me like that. You can't understand these kind of things. No. Only only Debbie understands me. I mean, look at her.
0: <laughs> the best, such... I
1: mean, maybe the best part of the season, it's so fucking good.
0: I just how I love how so practical the Americans are coming at him like, yeah, you know, I mean, tourists love to buy local art when they're on vacation and he is Osama's horrified that this would even be purported i mean he is an artist and a poet and all this stuff and this that is I why his sink, parents
1: that i would sink to that level and try to make money on art but the entire fucking point of moving to america was to make money
0: i know that's why it makes no sense what does he think it's going to be like in america you're going to be selling your art to people that's going to put it in their freaking house
1: uh, if, if, you're lucky. if if you're it lucky it would be fucking hysterical to see osama Immigrate here and then just refuse out of principle to sell his art.
0: (laughs) That would be great. That'd be great. Oh my God. I mean, this was the funniest part. It just, this is why Osama's family was so nice to Debbie.
1: Oh, please get rid rid of him. We
0: have hope. We have hope. She's going to take him, he'll be out of our hair. Can you imagine how? Is this guy a narcissist? Like, is this like narcissist syndrome or something where he thinks his art is so valuable and that it, it's too good for 99% of the people? I, it's so confusing. Man, he it I mean, he really. Like there's something pathological about it.
1: He really thinks his shit doesn't stink. And uh, I found a picture, I, I took a screen grab of the painting that he oh was doing God. and I sent it to you. It's amazing. I mean, my look, clearly I am a stupid, stupid, stupid who doesn't understand his artwork. I almost threw up in my mouth there. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm a stupid, idiot, capitalist person who doesn't understand his art. And I am such a fucking moron that I would put that in my living room. But I will say my seven-year-old could do that.
0: Yeah, I when you first sent it to me, I was like, Oh, is that your son's painting? Yeah. Oh. Sama. Um, it was oh, the other funny part was when they asked Debbie, would you take Osama back? And she said he would have to move a mountain for me to even respond to his texts or his calls. And they asked what move a mountain looked like. And she was like, "Like send me an airline ticket or something. Osama. Everyone would you freaks move, out. Uh, would you move a mountain for Debbie? No.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> I will I'm not good.
0: move mountain. Okay.
1: I've been on TV. I can find another oldie that's even dumber than her.
0: She says she'll never slam doors. Yeah. Then... This is probably the best. And this, by the way, means that Julian is gonna be on single life. Debbie tries <laughs> no, to get
1: stop it! I think so. It.
0: I think that's I Debbie, I think Debbie is Debbie wants to be on TV. I think Debbie is trying to get Julian on single life by hooking him up with Jen. Dumpster fire! Her eyelashes at you. I was like, she was not Debbie. Not at
1: all. She was just happy. She she was just joining the the shit on Osama party. (laughs) Come on, like everyone else was
0: in it. Yeah. By that logic, by that logic,
1: go bang Danielle.
0: Julian was into it though. He was like, she's cute. He's like, give her my phone number. (sighs) Oh wow oh wow going from Rishi to Julian what a jump (laughs) next time on what a
1: clown show
0: there's this naked picture thing with Jamie and Chris that I don't understand at all Rishi has some very important news because Jen is screaming about it tell them tell them and then Randy and Myra tell Danielle that Johan's balls are in her purse. That I am excited for. <laughs> Anybody that wants to come on and give Danielle a bunch of shit, I'm here for it. Let's see it.
1: <laughs> Danielle Patriot
0: versus Dominican.
1: <laughs> Danielle versus Randy, the ultimate cage match. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> Fucking, I want hell in the cell death match. Let's do this thing.
0: I'm excited. And Mahmoud is pissed that they're making his country and his religion look bad. I'm like Mahmoud, yeah, it's, it's you everyone's are fault making but you. yourself yeah. look bad. You it's are making everyone
1: else's fault. Bad. yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Your brother, for example, made your religion and your country look very good. You, on the other hand, did not. Um, so that was unfortunate. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're gardening or going on long walks this spring and summer or cooking or cleaning the house? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally some other reality TV, for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up-on Supercast. So easy. It's $5 a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice you'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly about one and a half to two hours long and our b-sides episode which drops on wednesday where we discuss more 90-day gossip any other 90-day shows that are currently airing right now that's love in paradise which is on discovery plus uh, Plus. and we're also covering uh, right now you and me and my ex match me abroad and we'll be covering single life and 90-day uk when it comes out this summer. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. It's five bucks. It was just Mother's Day. You deserve this. Visit com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Oh, what an... I enjoyed this.
1: I do too. This tell is good. All,
0: I think it's because there's only half tell all. Yeah, <laughs> <So> I know. <laughs> I'm worried about what's to come, but and anyway. most of the tell
1: all was everyone just annihilating a scammer, which is always fun to see. <laughs> yeah,
0: I do hope it does bring up the question. Like we were talking about what if Gabe, what if they all got screeners or something and Gabe didn't watch them all and he didn't see Osama literally telling verbatim telling Debbie, he's a scammer.
1: He had I, to have seen like, it. He saw it.
0: Okay, He's I just, hope so. How do you believe after that? It's like telling you, Kyle, I, you know, I don't know. I,
1: I think you're right. I think they just told him, hey, can you can you stir some shit? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I hope so.
0: <laughs> it's like telling somebody a truth and that person not believing the truth. Like, he told Debbie he was a scammer. <laughs> like, there's Kim, no, n- you can't refute it.
1: Kim, that never happens in American society ever. Okay?
0: oh <laughs> uh, this was fun though this is fun. Um yeah, thank you to our sponsors. Uh thank you Lomi if you're interested in having, you know, a, a a machine that can turn your trash into dirt on your counter. It is a great thing. Kyle and I both have one. I put and mine in the parents. garage,
1: so it doesn't have to be in your on your
0: counter. That's true. I have mine. I have my. I have like a little counter like side space for it. But it's like the size of a crock pot. It's, it's not yeah. too big. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back. We got two more te- uh, tell-alls to go, I guess. And then before the 90.
1: Thanks, guys. This was a great episode.
0: See you later.